Welcome to podcast 133 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast, and now officially the longest running football manager podcast. Hip hip hooray. Uh, I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, we'll have the usual save updates. We'll have a chat about the Phil Foden experience, more about that very shortly. And there will also be a fantastic quiz by debutante quizmaster. Uh, but you'll find out who that debutante quizmaster is right about now, I think. Mr. Herb, welcome. Yay, I'm back. You're back. You're no longer dying. I'm, I'm no, I'm over the dying, unfortunately. For some. Uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm glad you're here, if nothing else. Thanks. So you have that. Uh, Dupe, you're also back. Welcome. Hello. Well, hello. Hello. And <laughs> good start. <laughs> it's good start. People care so much this week. And David, welcome. Hello, Matt. Thank you. It's good that we've actually got more than two people here this week as well. I think it's amazing. It's kind of weird talking to more than just. Another body. I thought we were going to have six at one point. That would have been a, a huge rarity. It's becoming rarer and oh. rarer, but but the run still rolls on. I still so. think that Herb and Joe's got to do one now, just to kind of like even out. Things even out. out. Yeah, yeah. just do one dedicated to the West Ham save. Mm. Well, they could just yeah. do one. Yeah, because that went well. <laughs> yeah, all that. Hey, <laughs> someone did. Uh, I'm not mentioning names. Someone me- um, messaged me the other day about the pod. It was a couple of weeks ago. And just saying how much they enjoyed it and how good the pod was. And then he goes, uh, when's Teach coming back? Uh, I'm sure we'll probably have loads of tweets about Teach now, like what he was up to. And he goes, I'm still not sold on that herb. I think really you should replace him with Teach. No, let me, no, I've got to get, uh, it'll take me ages to find the message actually. No, no, find but, yeah. it, find it. Find yeah, it. find it. We've got time. Gonna, let me, all right, let me search. I want this one right now. I'm going to search it. Because I want to, I want to follow this guy and I want to, I want to give you this fucker a medal. So he goes, um, He's just said that he listened to the pod. He goes, that quiz was decent at the end. I think I was the one that did it, obviously. He goes, oh, good stuff. Um, oh, no, I think he was on about my Wolves podcast on that one, sorry. But then oh, he was plug. on about, there was it. He was talking about my Wolves podcast, and then he goes, and sack Herb off the other pod and bring back Teach or Proudy. <laughs> wow. Oh, so I'm Herb, not mentioning your name. So. I'm not going to lie, mate. If you fuck this quiz up, you are done for, pal. Yeah. I mean, I'd quite on, like mate. to get my... My, my Thursday's back, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. This, this is the way people go and go fuck okay. yourself. See ya. Yikes. <laughs> For the fans. <laughs> Only fans. I mean, they, they, they've tried that as well. <laughs> um, Safe updates, gentlemen. Who wants to who wants to start proceedings? I'll start it with Herb, so we'll continue with that trend. Yay, football manager. Um, You've been busy rimming. I've been busy well, rimming. I've been addicted to it. Although I just... Um, I played. I mean, context is everything, I guess. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, playing room world. Well, you know. Um, yeah, I've been trying to find the love for Football Manager again. Uh, jumped back on the West Ham save after. So I nearly got sacked and jumped on and then did well. Kurt, was in the chat trying to take my save off me. Um, and then we saved that. Then I took a week off, came back again. I thought, I need to finish the season. So we had 10 games to go. I think we did it in. I think we did it straight in one stream. The tactic. Playing a flat 4-4-2, a big man, little man partnership up top. Seemed to be working. We were scoring goals. We started playing some sexy football. Uh, and I was starting to feel the love for football manager again. But it's the the end of the season. So we ended up finishing 13th, I think, after Joe at the beginning of the season said, don't worry, you'll easily get Europe with this team. Uh, so, yeah, I managed to cock that one up. So now That's the fire is back with mate. Mr. Director of Football, um, waiting for for the, the third season to start uh, he keeps appearing in stream purely just to see if I get fired because I think he's looking to take 
take the save over, which is a lot of pressure. <laughs> That's a really weird network save, by the way. Yeah. He just keeps saying, should we do a network save again? But then also saying, can you get fired so I can steal the West Ham save? Uh, so it's interesting. But yeah, we uh, we are talking. Well, Kate, he's in his, in his new job now. Not that he ever talks about it. And um, yeah, we've been talking about the network save. So that will be coming soon. But I, I feel like I need a good season with this West Ham one. It's been blighted and uh, I need to get the love back. I've been watching a lot of TIFO videos, which is not kind of football manager related, but to get my love oh, for football so back. so good though. So, so good. It gives me so many ideas for football manager saves mm. when I play it. Joe Devine follows me on Twitter. That's my... Oh, my wow. uh, Humble I mean, if, if you if you If you were... If you know TIFO, you know who he is. So that's that's a little... Yeah, humble brag, not so mm. humble. Actually, it's, it's proudly level humble, so, humble, so I'll, I'll have it. Um, David, goning you, your pence. On the pence, mate. Um, I was really enjoying it up until this week, and it's really doing my head in now. So, obviously, as people know, I won the Asian Champions League first. Uh, firstly, then more recently, I won the African Champions League uh, in South Africa. Um, and then I left, obviously, the um, it was Super Sport in South Africa and um, I waited a few months because the every every time I go to a different nation, the season runs so differently in dates. So I left South Africa and they were running on, let's class it as English or proper season dates, the sort of uh, summer to May or whatever. So I left them and then in sort of November, I managed to get a new job in Brazil Um what I tended to do with a lot of the jobs was if it was mid-season, I was able to, I was looking at really if they were still in the continental competitions. So your it was Copa Libertadores in that case. And there was a team which, uh, the abbreviation was ATP. So I think it's Paramense or something like that. And they were in the quarter-final or the semi-final of the Copa Libertadores. And I thought, shit, like I could proper shit house the Champions League here, be at the club for three months and, and win the Champions League. So in terms of club competitions, they were dreadful. Uh, but in the semi-final of the Copa Libertadores, I think it was a narrow 1-1 draw in the first leg. And then I smashed them 9-0 in the second leg. So I managed to get into the final. But bearing in mind, I was sort of 14th, 15th in the league, really struggling to get any form in the league. We were playing against Corinthians, uh, Corinthian in the final, who were a Brazilian team that were sort of top of the league. So I knew it was going to be a tough game. Went one the up, but unfortunately they turned it around and beat us 2-1. So I let, I, to be fair, I left them after that because I thought, you know, they're not in the Champions League. I can't really see me going anywhere with this team. Um, so left them. And whilst I was about to leave them, I applied for a job at Atlanta in America. Obviously quite a big team, got a bit of money. So I joined them. I've not really played much this week, to be fair, but played a little bit over the last day or so. And um, looked at their team. Obviously, I don't have a fucking clue about the MLS rules, as most people don't. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to talk about that more in a sec. Um, looked at a couple of the rules, thinking, right, I could get myself around this. I already knew off the top of my head there was that designated player rule and stuff like that. So I built myself a nice little team. And it comes to squad registration. And then there's an actual like there's a wage limit. And I could not get a team to suit that wage budget whatsoever. So I thought, what genuinely, what can I do? So I holiday today to see if my assistant could make his way around it or find some sort of exploit where the game just like lets me carry on with this bullshit wage thing. And then I end up with like 12 first team players because all my players that haven't been registered are waived. So basically released from the team. So I was spending like 750k to a million pounds on some players that have just been released on freeze. So, yeah, I fucked it with them. Um, I'm in the quarterfinal of the 
North American Champions League at the moment with them. Only just started the season, three league games, and I haven't won a game. Lost out to a 98th minute penalty in my game that I've just played. So, yeah, things aren't going well in America at the moment. But genu I think if, if I um, get knocked out in the Champions League, I'm going to leave them and definitely not go back to America and probably try and get the North American Champions League from Mexico, I hope. But things are going well up until the last season or so. Okay, David, I have my hand up from a very early, so it's not actually yeah. that relevant to your final point, but it's relevant to your save in t yeah. in, in, in a hole, okay? I don't want you to, to quit. You need to... What it, oh, you no, know, I'm not going to quit, man. Good, because I may have put some plans in place for when you complete this, and we have a mini open top of Curtis Road with some champagne, <laughs> with some replica... Champions Leagues just to piss on his bonfire because he said you couldn't do it. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Shit. We got to do that, haven't we? Yeah. We have to do that. All right. No, so I won't. Quit. I, have no, a, I, I will just say one thing. Um, I have access to an open top bus. Not like me personally. I'm not going to drive. Spray, it. I was going to say, is, is it, how legal is yeah, that no, access? Because yeah. so, I mean, everyone can have access to one. If so, my granddad right, is a little. I mean, everyone's dropping plugs and 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 big names. My granddad uh, used to drive the the team bus for. Um, I can't wait for this. Whew, Chippenham Town, um, <laughs> and uh, they actually the the company that he used to work for actually has an open top bus, which we will be able to use. So, David, you've got to, Can you've you got think to drive yeah. an open top <laughs> bus like with a normal driving license? No, uh, he my my granddad would drive it. Oh, that's yeah. marvelous. I've already asked him. Don't panic. Um, so, yeah, Dave, don't quit. Secondly, uh, I have a question because I'm being proper serious today because I've been told I've got to be serious. Um, no one's told you to be Yeah, you told yourself to be serious. <laughs> yeah. you told yeah, that's what I mean. I've told myself to be serious. Um, are, you, are you struggling um, going continent to continent, country to country uh, with the current uh, issue of coronavirus? <laughs> I might be like one of those managers. Have you seen the last few days where managers are like getting proper arse, you know, with journos that are saying that? Like, um, why don't you ask the doctors how my Atlanta team are going to do in the Champions League? Exactly. Dickhead. <laughs> For Zachary. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Um, <laughs> as no. you were. It's just going yeah. at people. But no, the, the, uh, the save's going well. It's just been the last week or so I've been pretty busy. And whenever I go on it, I just know now. Like, I've got it, like, ready. And the laptop's there, ready for me to, after the pod. And I know, I think by this time tomorrow, I'm probably going to be at a completely different club. Because I'm going to have to absolutely shit out this Champions League if I want it this season. Uh, but I can't really can't see it happening. So, it's either going to have to be South America or North America, really. Um, we've got two under our belt. Our reputation's good. My win percentage is still all right. Sound like Tim Sherwood now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, things, things are looking okay. But the worst thing is uh, about that MLS, uh, the MLS one. Just I found I was looking for these strikers. Um, I really wanted like a normally in those sort of leagues, if you get one fucking dynamite player, you'll do all right. Uh, I was looking through some of the youth teams, and I found in England under twenty ones, there was actually a player that played for Wolves. And he was he was unbelievable, like one of those with the uh, media description. The next Michael Owen, I thought, here we go. Loaned Crocked him by the time he's twenty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loaned him. Obviously, couldn't register him because of all this thing, and the loan got terminated straight away. <laughs> Hope the ticks. So yeah, I was like, brilliant. So yeah, it bodes well for the rest of the season. Well, I hope it goes well. Yeah. I'll, I'll have completed it by this time next week. Like, if we organise that dupe, you know what's going to happen. We're going to get to his street without telling him, call him, and he's not going to be in. 
He'll see us on his ring. He'll be at work, won't he? I'm all way up north. Shit. No, we'll, we'll make sure. We'll make sure, pal. <laughs> or we'll just do like it was a Mike Bassett, take the wrong fucking turn, and Dave's just <laughs> shivering on the top deck. <laughs> when there's been mentions of top decking, yeah. rimming, and plugging in this po- in the opening, however many minutes of this I, podcast, I think we should put a peg on that. <laughs> Sticking on the dirtiest topic, you know when I listened to the the podcast like in full for the first time for a long time last week. And when your little ad lib for the quiz, I thought I was listening to a porno or something. I was just sat in my car and all of a sudden it went, the quiz. And I was like, shit, what is going on here? It's good to hear that you listened, I falling down whilst I was driving. What's going on here? That wasn't a stick. That wasn't your gear stick you're holding. Is that what you're getting at? Um, (laughs) I'm not sure if he's uh, shat himself or done something Uh, else. I will say one thing. Um... Because I, I don't have a huge amount of time now, my commute's not so long. I have to listen to all the podcasts I want to listen to on like one and a half. And I I mean, I've done it on YouTube videos for ages, but then it's so confusing when you then talk to like you guys. So I've so listened to like, like... Expecting everyone else to be higher pitched. Yeah, just like... Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's... um Yeah, no, I just thought I'd add that, as Dave mentioned, listening. Nice to hear that you listen there, Dave. It's probably the first ever one that I've listened to all the way through. So it does make a change. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Doop, you've uh, you've been teasing us with a save you've been playing on Twitter. Yeah, so um, oh, do you know what? Since since I've come back from New York, I've just had a, just a crazy run of events that's happened, um, which has really caused me to have a bit of separation from what you know this this stuff. Um, playing football manager as well, to be honest. So the last couple of days, I've picked up uh, an, an Ajax save, and I've been rolling with that, to be honest. Actually, it's probably a bit longer than that, a couple of weeks. Um, and I just wanted to... I kind of had a, a way that I wanted to play. I had the sort of signings I wanted to make in my head, and I, I had a, a tactic that I wanted to try and get working, and it was the four-one-two-one-two that I used to play at Forest Green. Notice I said two at the end, not three, because it wasn't three <laughs> at the top. Um, and I was just desperate to get that going again. It worked so well at, uh, at Forest Green, and I just just started playing. Um, had some struggles uh, the, like the, at the start, which we mentioned two weeks ago, but I managed to bring Tonali in and Issa D up, and, and we were doing well. Um, we got knocked out of the Champions League very, very quickly. Um, we actually had a very easy group compared to what we could have had, um, but we still got we still got knocked out. Uh, so we were dropped down into the Europa League, um, and we played some big, big teams. But we actually finally got knocked out by Manchester United. But in the summer, I was able to uh, sorry in the winter, I was able to actually bring some players in, um, and I brought Victor Seaman in because you know why not. Um, and uh, I put Eddie and Ketcher in on loan. Um, and we were about five, maybe six points behind second. And then uh, we were about eight points behind first. Uh, I also brought Scott McTominay in as well to, to play in the middle. And uh, we're, we're doing really well. Just kind of picking up wins, picking up wins. Uh, and we it went right down to the final day. Um, AZ were one point ahead. They played 10th and we played 15th. Uh, they lost 2-1 and we lost 2-1 as well. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't do anything uh, win the league. But we um, we go again. And uh, I just decided now whether... I've done the pre-season. It was just whether I 
carry on with that save or whether I start something new to uh, to try and get back on the old stream, to be honest. Do you find it weird sort of starting and then stopping again? Or was that always part of the, the intention as this is sort of something to get you hopefully back on the wagon and then always be thrown to the wayside? Yeah, it's it's frustrating because I kind of wish I didn't choose the save I chose because I've been wanting to do this save on stream for a while and obviously now I've kind of dipped my toe into it. I need to probably wait a little bit longer. But yes, it was always kind of, you know, the fit one to get me back on back on the horse, if you know what I mean. Uh, get the, you know, the fire burning again. To which it has, to be fair. And I've got a few ideas rolling around. Um, I just need to cement those ideas and, and go but i think it's going to be kind of like a bigger team somewhere that that's helpful right uh and that we can because we can we can just get back on the streaming horse and and go again but um it's it's just been it's been difficult you know there's um my attention and support has had to be elsewhere so yeah but i'll, I'll be back i'm sure but i'm playing fm so it's a bonus. Mm -hmm. It's a what? I thought you said bonus. So. Yes, it is a bonus. <laughs> absolutely. For the first time, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, um, it's, I've enjoyed it. And, and like I said, I've been playing and streaming it from my PC to my Surface Pro. And it just, it's just been so easy just to pop it out and, and play with oh, it whenever sorry? I want. <laughs> <laughs> that was too intentional. Too intentional. I was going to say, as soon as he said it, the smirk was out. That was it. <laughs> Needed more deadpan uh, delivery. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, people can't see that. Uh, yeah. Sort of listening. Hmm. See what? I'm... Shut up, Siri, you slag. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> uh, to be fair, it's Tim, but never mind. He's probably still a slag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim used yeah, to be I my old science teacher. He was definitely a slag. <laughs> hmm. Is a slag that's a scientific term? No, I don't know, but that's uh, why yeah, actually, I got... Te 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 actually, actually, yeah. Is, uh, is. Yeah, because uh, it's Volcano? the... All I'll say... I was going to say it's, the, it? gonna say it's the, the, the off, or the, the stuff that is, is uh, the byproduct of stainless steel. All I will say is, uh, on a completely unrelated note, um, I got a star in, in science. Wow. I wonder why. Just like... <laughs> ah. <laughs> Again, you can't see that. Really, so it's fine. Great, great for the it's probably one. a good job. <laughs> it was a allegedly, good job. <laughs> allegedly a good job. <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we'll move on to our, our, our main topic of discussion this week. Uh, which is, uh, as I mentioned in the introduction, the, the Phil Foden experience. Uh, so I should probably enlighten you, or should enlighten you, as, as to what this actually is. So we thought we'd have a little conversation around the opportunities we give our soon-to-be superstars, and maybe, uh, just maybe, drop some hints and tips on how to get the best out of your development, or their development, uh, depending on which way you look at it. So we, we've picked out Phil Foden as I think he's like the the current day like Wayne Rooney he's obviously a world class ta class talent um and he's rated highly by management but um he's not getting an enormous amount of ga game time so uh, how do we treat sort of emerging talents that we have um and sort of maybe avoid the uh, 
the the well, we want to obviously play them as much as possible, but as we've already mentioned, Michael Owen being crocked by the time he's <laughs> twenty five, being overplayed is legitimately a thing. Mr. Dupe, get us get us started. Sir. I will have to. When I saw the title, I I honestly thought it was like a really shitty new uh, ride at Alton Towers. Yeah, Phil Foden I genuinely, experience. I read it as well. I was like, are we, we started our own exhibition or something. Experience. We're opening our own exhibition or something. But no, to be fair, um, I I mean I've always I've always liked uh, to to put my youngsters in straight away. Um, I like to take the uh, Adam Johnson approach if they're old enough. Oh, if they're good God enough, they're old sake. enough. Um, but no, to be honest, uh, I, it's always better than the Chet Evans approach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, kick Alonso me off the pod. Approach. Fucking kick me um, off. Get me off now before. And then it, I'm fucking streaming still. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, so uh, you've just lost my trailer of thought then. Oh, so a lot of people have talked about uh, sending them out on loan or whether it's better, you know, in-house and, and playing them. I I just love getting that youngster on the pitch that whether it's come through your youth system or whether it's come through that you you've you've got a bargain or even if you've paid over the odds and they prove themselves and they do it for you in the big games um like I said I mean I've, I've I'm sad enough to have shirts with with youngsters on on the back the, the names on their back because for me it, it's it's amazing and I would always say keep them at home Play them when you need them. <laughs> that well no, known. I was, I was yeah. say, the amount of things think. you've tried yeah. to get into this, <laughs> and it's like about not doing something. Yeah. Jesus, no, I mean, they say do, keep does, them at home and, and play them. Yeah, that, that old saying. Does it? <laughs> does anyone actually sign like youngsters or uh, actually have any sort of plan as you sign them? Is it? Is it? Is there anything ever? premeditated you see a player and do you just cream your pants and just say got to get him regardless and play him straight away or do you actually have this like a methodical plan about how many games he's got to have each season like it's obviously game time especially once they turn 18 is is crucial to their development in fm but um how how often do you want to play them like i said is there an actual plan rather than just say chuck them in as often as possible wow so when you started that question i thought i had a plan and then as you continued i realized that maybe yeah not such a not such a detailed plan um but yeah when i i don't, I don't I write on a spreadsheet i'm gonna play him seven games this season uh but i do when i bring him in the whole having a second player for every role i will always look to try and have a a youngster as the backup who could break through um same as dupe i love football manager for me is about giving a chance to a youngster who then proves it who you then go stay in you can stay in you're playing well you're going to get me through you're going to score the goals i'm going to remember it and that's how you create like the long-term memories of saves is by uh, finding those players but yeah my development plan will usually be bringing them in have them as the second player try to give them some game time and, and give them that that boost it's difficult when you have a team with money and you can buy so you look at the full Foden, um example when you've got the best players how do you play that player when the game may be visually with the star ratings and everything else telling you that they're not as good uh, and how do you hold true but yeah I'll always give the guys a chance actually in the Newcastle save I've got the director of football challenge on YouTube 
We have struggled with the director of football signing players and we've now got to the point where we've actually got quite a good batch of youngsters and I had a five-star new gen come through who I've just dropped in as my star striker and it's like, go on, I'll give you a go. I'll give you till January and see what you can do um, because otherwise I've got to play Joel Linton and he's crap. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'm guilty of, uh, and to be fair... Again, when you started your question, I put my hands straight up and I was like, right, I've got I've got a plan. But like, I only seem to ever buy young strikers. Or I have more confidence in a young striker than I would, you know, like a young centre-back or a young midfielder. Because obviously a mistake in that position could could cause some, some, some horrific um, events that could take place. But one thing I do honestly like to do is play them for, you know, get them in. If, if I get them in pre-season or, or if they're later in the pre-season, give them a game, come off the bench, see what they can do, have a little look at them. Um, and then I wouldn't give them a run of games. I would just kind of keep them on the bench until they do something explosive. And then give, that gives me a reason that I have to play them. Uh, and then we would go from there. I wouldn't say that I get my notebook out and I've got a solid 28 point plan on how I'm going to play Victor Seaman at, at, at Ajax, but it is more of a, well, he's doing all right, so we'll keep him in. So the, the antithesis to the, like the, uh, the Phil Foden situation is how uh, Fabregas was brought through at Arsenal. He was signed at 16 from Barca and just chucked straight in and he was playing first team football pretty much week in, week out, unless he was injured. Incl and I think he was actually excluded from League Cup games sort of ahead of Premier League games because he was thought of that highly. Uh, and now he's like pretty much done by 32, uh, which which I'd, I guess, do, do we actually have any data on this? Does like, I don't know if anyone, any of us has actually played far enough into a save to see or, or had multiple players who are good enough to play or at least a, a comparatively similar level where you play one week in week out and see if he deteriorates quick more quickly whereas compared to one that you actually bring through more gradually maybe loan him out to a lower uh, a lower team or whether in the same division or uh, the division below and sort of allow him to play his trade and maybe get more game time but uh, at a less competitive level um I'm not sure. It's it's one of those. I'm I have one player that, and using Dupe's example about himself saying signing lots of strikers, the the one player that sticks out for me is um, the mosquito that I signed in FM18. Who was I signed him at 16 and he was amazing. I might have signed him at 18, but either way, in like three years, he just his ability just soared and to the point where Bayern were buying him and he's classed as like an elite midfielder. And you don't just, I was very fortunate to sign him, but he played, I think I don't, in fact, I, I signed him thinking he might get game time, maybe in sort of bringing him in from the bench, but then actually the plan changed when I got injuries and then he ended up cementing his team because he was just that good. And then I played him pretty much anywhere. Like, sort of, he, I even had him as a libero at one point and he was class regardless. But that's sort of a, I guess, a demonstration of like, with all the will in the world, you can like choose to loan someone out, but then have to bring them back or whatever. And the plans do change, but at least if they're, you know, if they're good enough, they're old enough to, to use that old adage. Yeah. I think that I, I'll do the same. I'll have youngsters. I'm more likely to have 
younger players knocking around that when tactics need to be changed and you're looking at, okay, oh, actually maybe that shift of formation means I need three central midfielders now. I'm always, I always will have, I'll always, sorry, tend to to bring in a younger player than rely on an older player to sign in someone at the the back end of their career. I've always had the the plan to, to throw the youngsters in. Um, and I've been using the development centre a lot now, which I didn't, at the beginning, I was trying to work out how, when it dropped as a new feature, how I'd use it in the game. But just dropping in there and trying to find the right times in the season to drop in and just say, well, hang on a minute, what are the coaches saying? Who should I be looking at? Who should I maybe be bringing into that bench for the League Cup games? Um, or if I am looking for a, a, a striker or if I'm looking for a centre mid or a backup, who have I got knocking about and what are they doing at the moment? And I find it quite, quite a nice little feature, actually. Just to quickly jump back to the, what you started on, Matt. If you don't mind. Um, carry on. Carry on what? Um, so you were talking about about whether putting them in young and just ragging them and then they'll... they'll, they'll... <laughs> 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 no, okay. You were talking about putting them in and, and running them ragged. Yeah, uh, game in, game out. And um, whether, you know, they, they then finish their career early. But when would you prefer that player? So for me, a younger, a younger player where you may reap the benefits later on, I would prefer to play him younger and him finish his career sooner than just drip feed him in, not make that much of an impact, and then wait till he's 25, 26, then he'll make an impact, and then he'll play till he's 34, but he ain't got the legs to play where you want him to play and how you want him to play. So for me, I mean, there's going to be some charities out there that's not going to like what I'm going to say, but just literally abuse them. Childline will be in wow. touch. <laughs> I mean, it depends, though, really, because the, the what is the, um, the likelihood of having a 16, 17-year-old being Premier League ready and being that good to play regularly in the Premier League, it's it is in very very small doses, isn't it? It's you don't get it very often. Obviously, you had Rooney; he was you know showed showed his worth, like you mentioned earlier. Um, there's been a couple of players, obviously. Bell yeah, it looks like Bellingham Greenwood. might be the man from Birmingham. Yeah, but there's, there's just there's not many, is there? You don't get like tons every season, so it is quite a rare case. But I always think, you know, when you get your youth intake and stuff like that on FM, um, even when, you know, we all get excited when we see a player that seems to have five-star potential, but you click on them and they're actually pretty shit. And you think, how is this guy five-star potential? Um, but every now and then you do get that player where you think, yes. Like, I think you know as soon as you click a player, you know if he's going to be in your first team uh, and you know what he's going to be, what you can do. Um I had a player on mine and Joe's network save last year. And you know when those players are so good that you always remember the name? I can't even remember this guy's name, so I can't tell you what his name was. So. <laughs> but he was he, he was unbelievable. So memorable. Yeah, he's so memorable. Nah, but he was unbelievable. And Joe, Joe was like, nah, he's not even that good. He's not even that good. I was like, fuck off, Joe. Like, mate, he would walk in your midfield at the age of 16, man. Sorry um, to butt in, Dave, but do you not find that um, you find it easier to know what their potential is because you use uh, Genie? Genie Scout. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So I, I just assume that's why you know when you see a player. Yeah. No, you look at the fucking scouts, what they have given you, five-star potential. Very defensive, David. Yeah. <laughs> fucking knobhead. 
Why, why have I somehow got this fucking persona? People keep genuinely tweeting me every week. Dave what, Reload. reload? Dave. Yeah, I keep getting that load. What the fuck is that? Because it's an excellent rhyme. Uh, yeah. And also it's easy to because it works. I'm, I'm leaving the pod. Goodbye. <laughs> Dave, do you want to stop here and start again? No, no, Or are you fine. used to that, Dave? Oh, <laughs> I can't even remember. I got my hand up now. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, we can try and get this ship back on course somehow. Um, I guess we can maybe talk about the, the, I guess the other side of potentially not playing a player as often and maybe loaning him out or leaving on the bench more frequently. Um, and sort of taking the more cautious, cautious approach if we were to to use that. Um. I guess the the downside to that is potentially issues with him signing new deals if he's not getting the playing time he's wanting um, and potentially demanding a transfer and then him ending up in one of your rivals teams a la Mr Pogba when he moved from United to Juve and then absolutely bossing it and then spending 90 plus million and re-signing him. We didn't waste a penny by the way. Resigning him. Um, That's the the difficult bit, right? That is the difficult bit because... These these youngsters they don't when they first sign it's is it it's only a two year um, contract right they sign when they first sign I don't on the youth contract yeah on the, just the, two, on the on the development the deal first, yes until yeah. they're eighteen until they're eighteen then you, can, then you have to offer them a contract right yeah contract, well you cannot you can offer them any I think within this uh, sort of six months up until they're eighteenth isn't it yeah. yeah yeah just do what I did with Tenali when I signed him for Ajax I literally pinned him down to the to the longest contract I could have given him. Then I had the then I had the uh, the optional extra uh years added on as well. Um for me I always think loaning them out are such a risky business as well. Unless you, you never get, you've never got guarantee that you're gonna play games, are you? Even no. if what? whatever the squad status is. I've got players that I class as important players which probably don't get games, and that's going to happen to other, other teams as well. But one thing I will games. say, one thing I will say, and I, I, I'm not sure a lot of people do this, because I'm not a big guy to loan people out, right? honestly to God, but if you are loaning people out, the one bit of advice I will give is look at the club you're loaning them out to yeah. and look at their facilities, look at their medical facilities and, and make sure that, you know, he's going to be looked after. you got to remember he is your asset at the end of the day. And if he is going to turn into an absolute wonder kid that could potentially earn you 90, 100 million one day, um, you're, you're chucking that down the shitter if, you, if you're sending him to some Estonian league and, and you know, they've they've got fucking, I don't know, Playing farmers each. Week. Yes, that's it. And they've got like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit, shit facilities. Yes, that's it. Quiz. Okay, cool. Um, what was? Uh, remember when we went to SI? Not you, Dupe. Um, when we went to SI, uh, <laughs> what did that guy say? Hi, <laughs> Dupe. Uh, what did that guy say about uh, loading players out and training facilities? Oh yeah, let me let me let me let me tell you, mate. He said, it he said something about it. you should keep them for the first few years, shouldn't you? When they come in. No uh, one can remember, brilliant. It was really good advice. Obviously. He said that the training facilities do, and the coaching staff Make do, have a massive uh, difference. Yeah. yeah. So you should definitely up, look at up it. Up to 18, and then up it's to. match experience that That's matters. The That's the one. Yeah. I thought I'd give you what, a chance before I steamrolled it. But yeah, that, so, but that is... Uh, 
So I think basically it is important. Whilst what may happen in the real world may be one thing, and if you're David Moyes, you will try to chain them to the bench and restrict their playing time as much as possible. Or just let um, them shag your daughter. All that. <laughs> like Wilfred okay. Saha. Sorry, I just thought I'd add that. I don't in. think he'd let, let, let that happen. It just happened. Well, it happened, <laughs> didn't it? Would happen under my watch, just put it that it way. Happen, I mean, I don't have a daughter, but, but still. Um, but yes, so I think uh, real life and FM, the the. I think you, you're kind of hamstrung a little bit with how the game works and what it prefers with sort of younger players and, and how you get the best out of emerging talents. So you can't be as... Uh, iron-fisted as some managers may have been with with younger talents that are clearly good enough but um, maybe they I mean if you imagine if you've got a squad full of world-class players a la uh, Pep does uh, uh, Man City and it can always be difficult to sort of risk uh, a, a good player but maybe not quite at the level and also you want to sort of get them learning from players that are equally as good but then you also have the the opposite, and maybe uh, it's probably more of an exception to the rule than anything else. But Ryan Giggs was was chucked in at very a very young age, and he was still playing sort of top level competitive football, albeit in a in a different reduced role, but still playing frequently at 38, 40. So it it does happen, even if players are sort of brought in at a very very young age. One thing I struggle with, with, with when you bring these players in and you, you build them into the player that they, they become and they're 25, 26, and you, you're doing well, you're in the Champions League each year, and then he comes to you and says, oh, I, I want to go, go to a bigger club. That is heartbreak. When you've built that player into what he is, so what does everyone especially do? If they've got, especially if you've got like a really like good in-game relationship with them. Yeah. Like best I mean, buds. The, the only kind of... Ref the only kind of um, reference I can go from it is is Forest Green, and I brought this young lad in called Stan Hopperstad. It was a it was a new gen from, oh, I believe it was Norway, could have been Denmark. It was a red flag. That's all I know. Um, I should have known from the start. Um, and I brought him through, and I, I played him. And this is when we were in the Premier League, and I was playing him, and I was playing him, and we were like literally out on the piss every weekend. That's how much mates we were, do you know what I mean, in game. And and then he says he wants a transfer. And somebody came in and offered me like 12 million. And he was he was insanely good. You know, he was playing as a shadow striker in the attack midfielder role. I'm sure it was in a centre forward. Um, no. <laughs> um, and, you know, he was averaging a good seven point odd, you know, and... He was having good good amount of assists, good amount of goals, and they come in at twelve million. And I'm like, no. And then he comes in and says, oh, "Hang on, why are you not accepting that? I told you I want to leave. Well, I need more money." But it's just heartbreaking, right? So, would you sell somebody, or would you just kind of try and keep hold of them and keep hold of them until they turn grey and old and they're no longer able to run anywhere? Every player has a price. I think as long as you. You, yeah, but, uh, Herb, in. when you've put so much into this guy, let him, let him go. Oh, well, I had a lot of fun on the audience. Every saving, time, man, Keep letting him go and then yeah. bringing him back for cheaper. You have to cut if you, the, the, you have to get used to it. I, it gets it every time. It's Joe's bit that he said whenever it was, bloody hundred pods ago. If you sell him when 
they're at their peak and you let them go and you get the money and you can both part ways saying you did a great job chances are you'll be able to get them back in a season or two for half of what you paid if not I agree less so yeah are you well, you cash well. it, holding on to them it, it can make it bitter why uh, not also, part I guess, nicely like you, like you have the the whole thing about are you restricting them could they get even better with even better coaching facilities like I had uh, the Mosquito at at Borough, but I had an offer from Bayern on the table, and it wasn't like, oh, this is half his value. It was like double his value. He was 22, I think, at the time, and ultimately, I think he would had probably pretty much reached as far as he could go with, even with the amount of game time I was giving him. Like you don't, and the rest of the team I had was not good enough. Like he was, he was propping us up quite obviously, and so definitely holding him back yeah he's uh, i bet he feels awesome when like he finishes a game and he's got to take 10 other players off his shoulders but playing with a team full of like quality uh, at bayern would like if i were if you put yourself in in those shoes you have the option to either continue playing in the minnow league or you move up to the big boys and see how you do like, yeah, sure, there's been plenty of players that have sort of done the same and, and never made anything of it, but sort of not even giving them the chance. I'd feel kind of harsh, especially on a younger player. I'd have stayed with you at Middlesbrough, Matt. I mean, my German shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was Portuguese. <laughs> he didn't understand a word I said. But, uh... It's Northern, mate. I wouldn't understand a fucking word you say anyway. But like I, I, I understand like the the whole attachment. Like, I had him for four years, mm. and like it's not a case of like you put a lot of like you also get attached, and you know that you can rely on like rely on a player. I don't think I don't think I lost a game when he was in the side, so he was super important. And because he was so versatile, if I needed him to play elsewhere in a pinch, he could play. So his versatility was was important and that sort of you think oh i've got him for ho- however long and you never when you f- when you first sign them you never think i'm going to have a big bid come in for him at some point because ultimately i guess maybe you don't know how they're going to develop but once you see them starting to really sort of make a name for themselves and then you start seeing wanted real madrid wanted bayern wanted barca and then you shit yourself um and then you think how the fuck am i going to replace him even if I've got three players, they can't do the job of that one player. Can I ask you a question then, Matt? As you say about attachment, how long was was that mouse hovering over the accept? Oh, uh, it was a while, but then I remembered yeah. I was probably going to get sacked anyway, so I just said, "Fuck them." Okay, so it was a bit of a different. I like it. It was it, this was the same save where I decided I was going to put a. Uh, like a 50% wage increase in contracts and one pound release clauses in them. This wasn't um 24 hour. No, gate, that, was this it, was no? this was this was after that. This was this was I was fully igno- <laughs> I was fully aware of what I was doing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes so, yeah. it better. Yeah. So I, I was just being I was just being evil cuz I could see what was happening. Uh, and then uh, somehow they managed to renegotiate as soon as I left, which was odd and not what would happen in real life, but never mind. It's time for the quiz. Oh, yeah. Boys love the quiz, me. 
Um, big fan. So, big fan, big fan of the quiz. Uh, just stolen different... Um, the, each of the questions... No, I'm just going to get into it. We're playing Guess the Wonder Kid. Guess the Wonder Kid. Okay. And at one point, guess the club. So, what I've tried to do is keep it on piste. Looking at youngest appearances, youngest goal scorers, youngest players in clubs. Uh, and gone for like the... It. I will give you the club at which they started and preceding clubs. Viking Dangle in play. First Jesus. to buzz in and guess. Herb. Yep. This has potential, man. Do not fuck this up. Okay. Well, I'm Just so excited me. right now. <laughs> I literally, and also just for some like context, it's uh, the month end week. I wasted an hour and a half of time I should have been doing whoa, 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 my actual whoa, whoa, job. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm on a camera. It's bad. No, 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 no. You don't say wasted. Waste oh, sorry. Um, yeah. I, repurposed. Repurposed. Just, yeah, you just remodeled your time to do this. And I, I will no say, when, when Curtie had a little bit of a sabbatical, mm -hmm. I used to book a meeting room for two hours on a Thursday. Yeah, I did that. I, I booked a meeting room. And I booked a meeting room and had my lunch in the meeting room and everyone was like, whoa, what's going on? I was like, yeah, just shit's alone. going on, guys. I'm on a conference call for two hours. Fucking, I've got Excel. The good thing is if I open Excel, people think it's work. I was mm. literally just... Do... Uh, do, do anyone of your uh, new work colleagues know of your nocturnal activities? Yeah. Nocturnal activities. Yeah, so they're probably probably going to find out, aren't they? Did you want me to... Uh, oh, shit. Be, nah, uh, that'd be fine. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? I'll actually be homeless because I won't have a job next week. Um, so, are we ready? Yeah, go for it. So, the first three questions, we will be looking at young... Oh, I need to get it wrong. I need to get wrong. Uh -huh. No pressure. Just that. Yeah, it is. These players, in the first three questions, are all in the top 10 youngest Premier League players. So that is category for the first three questions. Categories within a category. Jesus. Oh, I've gone big with this. I like this, time. But like I, like I said, so fuck it up. At the age of 16 years and 256 days, this player played for Arsenal. They then moved on to Bolton on loan, Bournemouth on loan, and they're currently at West Ham United. Dave. Dave. Jack Wilshire. It is Mr. Jack Wilshire. Ooh, oh, yeah. Bol Do you know what Bolton threw me then? Yeah. Yeah. I, took, I put loans in because it made it way more exciting. Um, okay. <laughs> I was like, ooh! I got I mean, way too excited about this. The excitement is, is relative. Uh, uh, this but, is uh, the <laughs> most I've enjoyed a quiz on ever. It's so good. Well, when um, you do it, yeah, is that a dig at Curry or is that a dig at you? It's a dig at me because I don't know anything about football. So this, okay. it feels like it evens out. Uh, question number two. So this player, at the age of 16 years and 129 days, started for Leeds they then moved on to Tottenham Hotspur third yep uh, Aaron Lennon it is indeed Aaron Lennon oh good wow. job okay good I've got this at the right level then uh, question number three still within top ten players in the Premier League this player at the age of 16 years and 236 days started for West Ham United they then went on to Reading on loan. Dupe. Yes. Reese Oxford? It is Reese Oxford. Jesus. Great shout. Shit, okay. It's going well. Okay. Qu 
question. I love the way he's gone. It's going well. Here we oh. go. <laughs> you can cut that bit Wiping out. I'm the sweat off excited. his forehead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel any pressure until I read it back and I was like, oh, my God, flannel this could be out <laughs> Question Teeny, tiny, number hot four, five, and six are youngest goal scorers in, in Premier League. So all within the top 10, but I haven't picked the top ones because I thought that would be easy to cheat on. Again, I will list the clubs at which they started and scored and then proceeding clubs. So you're going to tell us the team that they debuted on, debuted yep. with, and yep. the team that they scored? And or? No, no. The team they debuted with is the team they scored. And then okay. I'll just say the teams that come after because I thought yeah, just okay. the one team might be too difficult. Yeah, so no, no. So, so the, the, the yeah. teams that... Uh, succeed the debut team. Yes. Uh, it doesn't matter whether they've scored or not for them. It right. doesn't matter if they scored. Right. Or not I just them. wanted to make sure that it wasn't a case of it's the team they scored for, no. and then they have to have scored no. for the subsequent teams. And because of the Viking down rule in place, and I wanted to add, you know, a bit of jeopardy. If you get it on the first club, there are two points available. Oh, okay. That's see. That's Accountants love tough. the numbers. I've got an actual spreadsheet, so it's doing the scores for me as I go Jeez. as well. I'm fucking it on this. Jeez. Um, okay, question number, number four. <laughs> Get that herb off the quiz, he's a cunt. Um, question number four. <laughs> you said it, mate, not me. Liverpool. Dope. Yeah. Michael Owen. It's Michael Owen. <laughs> I was just about to say Real Madrid. We'll so, give you the two points. Oh, who else would it have been? Gerard, maybe. Maybe Stephen Bannerman. Maybe. Okay, question number five. Same format. Youngest goal scorers. This player scored at the right age. Oh, I didn't do the age for the last one. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, 17 years and 118 days for Arsenal. Next club. He moved to... Dupe. Oh, before? Before. Matt, you said it. Fabregas? It is Fabregas. Jesus. It was. Played well, very I was young. Quite scared. You did speak about it earlier, to be fair. Yeah. And you We're, spoke about Michael Owen as well. I got very scared. I was like, you guys are reading the answers <laughs> to the quiz. <laughs> Stop it's it. Foreshadowing. That's all it is. Foreshadowing. Okay. It's good and... Good question number six. Purposes. It was, wasn't it? It's almost like we were talking about Wonder Kids. Um, still within the top, uh, top, sorry, still within the youngest goal scorers. Question number six. At the ripe age of 16 years and 360 days, this player scored for Leeds. They then moved to Swindon on loan. Dupe. Come on, this is my quiz, boys. James fucking Milner. James Milner. I was very surprised he's even in the list. He was really young. Point, though, isn't it? He's been, he's basically yeah, been, one point, a, one been point. alive since time started. I know. So. Newcastle, Aston Villa, Manchester City, and Liverpool. I was, he's got I good was, array of clubs there, to be fair. So I'm like, like when you yeah. think he's got Leeds, Newcastle, Liverpool, some big clubs there. Some big boys in there. So at the moment, Lord uh, Diggett City running running away with it. Uh, Joe's on zero points because he didn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's in the spreadsheet. I'm very sad that he's not here. Um, okay, so the last four questions. We are now looking to guess a club. So these are 
I'm going to list out the player, their age, yeah. their total Premier League appearances, their current club if they have one, and then a few clubs they played for. Um, if if you get before I then really re- reveal their name, it's worth three points. Once I reveal their name, you are guessing the club that they are the youngest recorded player for. Is everybody okay. clear? So and this isn't goal scorer now. No, this is club's youngest record, youngest player. Wait, Let's go. Yeah, Come club on. record, youngest player. So I'm going to read out a bio of the player. If you get it during the bio, three points. I will then read Stephen the player's Reed name. Stephen was born <laughs> 10th March 1981. <laughs> Stephen Reed's not on here. Um, he actually was born 10th name. March 1981. Didn't you hit a little retweet on one of his goals? Yeah, he did. Sorry, Herb, I'm disrailing, disrailing, fine. derailing your, your delightful quiz. Carry on, sir. Okay, so question number seven. So we are looking, the answer I'm looking for is a club. So you're going to have to guess the player, then link player to the first club they they, they started at. So this player is aged, or was, oh yeah, sorry, aged when first played, 17 years and 35 days. They had a total of 15 Premier League appearances. Their current club is Blackburn Rovers. They also have played for Coventry on loan. Barnsley. Oh, nerd. Yes. Adam Armstrong? Oh, that's not the answer we're looking for. Oh, is that a minus? The answer is the club, nerd. Listen to the rules. What? Oh. The, oh. Adam Armstrong's first club. Adam Armstrong's first club. Oh, Newcastle. Well, I mean, Dave called and oh you're already God. out, nerd. We've got to obey the rules. Dave, what is your answer? <laughs> Newcastle. It's Newcastle. I mean, this is, this is <laughs> and we will call back about four or five pods when, Matt, you did screw me out of a win on the quiz. So I, I didn't screw you out of a win. Dave okay, screwed you out of a Dave. win. So oh, therefore, so maybe you should uh, no, reverse no, 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 no. because He's I obey the rules. The rules, well, you were looking for a club. I to be did fair, repeat I would, it I would have said times. the name, to be fair. Yeah, cool <laughs> that's one. what I thought. It was a good one. I like it. Um, I mean, you could have this is this better, is stealing Curtis' jumping ability. This is what I was going for. So, cool question man. number eight. Now we are sure on the rules. We are looking for a club as the answer. <laughs> this player played at the age of seventeen years and one hundred and nineteen days. Made a total uh, Premier League appearances two hundred and four. They are currently retired, but during their playing career, as well as playing for this club, played for Florentina on loan or Florentina on loan. Nerd. Oh, nerd. Mika Richards? It is Mika Richards. No, but that's Three not, points. No, 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 no. no, 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 no Man City. <laughs> <laughs> you we'll said... Right, we'll no, you get we'll we'll confused me. The thing is, you said it, you said at the start, right? Like you said... The club. Uh, if it, before, before the name. If you guess it before the name, that's Yeah, but you've got to guess the yeah. club. This is... This, this. So what you could... You, but guess what the you club should've... before the name. Right, okay. Well, now that's... Give me the points. You've had two questions. You've got both of them right. You could just... But only the points for one. Jesus. Only the points for one. Got a minus for the other one. <laughs> I tried to make a twist to make it interesting. Jeez. You could have said just get, you get two points for the. So it's a two part question. Sorry, it's a shame. Uh, you're doing a quiz or am I doing so a well. quiz? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just suggesting. This is your first one. It's my first go. Sunshine. Yeah, well, let's do. Let's so, do constructive let's do, criticism. Yeah, let's do it after the goodbye. Can we do it when people aren't listening? Goodbye. Please, for fuck's sake. So nerd well, has been removed the quiz, from the quiz. So uh, who yeah. won? I'm just going to edit this so it makes me win. Just saying. So. Question number nine. This will be released. I will release just my footage of the quiz before. So um, this player 
made a debut at the age of 17 years and 43 days. They played a total amount of Premier League appearances, 136. They are currently re- retired, but have played post the club we are looking for, for Leeds, Rotherham, Millwall, St. Johnston. There was a few others that I didn't write down. <laughs> the players, the club. No, the player's name. The player, the player's name. I was trying to work it into a sentence. It doesn't work. So the player's name is Jody Morris. Nerd. Nerd. Chelsea. Chelsea, indeed. Jody Morris is the youngest player. Well done. You got the correct answer there. That's one point, though, yeah. That's one point, though, yeah. Yeah. That's really hard without the first club. Like, I yeah. know, I, I know his, like, his career tra- trajectory, but... Like, without, without the first, the first club. Yeah, that was a proper, like, um, that could have been any generic championship player with yeah, some of the yeah. clubs it that are in there, wasn't it? Anyway. <laughs> and without the so, year as well, that, yeah. that completely throw you. Because I thought, like, Matt Mills or something. Yeah. Ah, see. So, question number 10 is coming up. Before we go into the last question, I did do a, a tie-break question as well. We can, um, we can have that now. We, we can just do it anyway. It well, the tie-break <laughs> question is a different question. Um, so, we uh, currently have a dupe on six points. Dave and Nerd tied on four, and Joe on zero. <laughs> he did I love that you're including Joe in the spreadsheet. I put him in the spreadsheet. I can't do it without him being on it. So, question number 10. This player made a debut at the ripe young age of 17 years and 55 days. They played 516 Premier League games or made appearances. They are currently retired. Nerd. Oh, oh word. no Going way. for West Ham. That is incorrect. Oh, he's out. He's, he's out. out. He took he's the out. gamble. He knocked himself down. He, he took, took the, gamble. the gamble. It's worth the gamble. So the clubs this player's played for after the club we are looking for are Liverpool, Birmingham, Wigan, Aston Villa. I don't want to do the one that comes after. Newcastle Jets. Dave. Goop. Oh, that was Dave first in my ears. Leicester. Leicester City is the correct answer. I'm glad the you said that. I was about to just Hesky. go Hesky. Hesky. I didn't want to put Newcastle Jets in because I thought it'd be too easy, but yeah. Um, so, <laughs> do we want question number 11? Go for it. So, just to change it up again, because it's annoying, um, we've gone back to the original format because we are looking for the youngest goalkeeper so in the top 10 of youngest goalkeepers so um the bournemouth goalkeeper tavers i think is just taking the record but we are looking for another goalkeeper that was within the top 10 youngest goalkeepers to make debut appearances so this goalkeeper i'm looking for the name of the goalkeeper yeah this goalkeeper at 18 years and 150 days on the 31st of January 2004, made a debut appearance for Leeds United. Oh, I fucking know his name. I know his name. This goalkeeper then moved on to play for Liverpool. Doop. Yeah, Stoop. Oh, this is so wrong this as well. Brad this Jones. Is oh, nerd, oh, it's nerd, wrong. nerd, nerd. Scott Carson. It is Scott oh, Carson. Of course it is. Of the ticks. <laughs> wasn't enough to, to get you back into it, unfortunately. It wasn't. So I just... It's, uh, it was... Oh, 
That's close, it. though. So that is the end of the quiz. That's all 11 questions. Um, is there actually a tiebreaker at the end? That that was no, that's not a tiebreaker. No, but uh, like Dupe and Dave on the same No, no I'm points. beaten by one point. Yeah, he's lost by one point. And then, yeah. Uh, no, more than that in the end. It was one point until you got the... I did Viking Dan roll. So uh, lost point as well. Oh, because Dave doesn't answer because he's a... Dave doesn't answer. Okay. Dave, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, neither does Joe though apparently so we'll give him a stick <laughs> for that another time so bring up the rear in third place oh sorry no coming in last in fourth is Joe with zero points uh, well done Joe third place with four points nerd you've, you've got paid attention there, you should, if you had paid attention you would have absolutely <laughs> smashed it in second place with a great score of five points left at the end is Mr. Dupe and running away with it Dave seven points Three questions. There's an asterisk answered, against that answer. To he answered that three questions. He got the yeah. first one and he got two three pointers. One of them, which was a, a gift. Yeah. That post there, so. mate. Tap in. Yeah. <laughs> asterisk then, against yeah. the win, I reckon. So there we go. That's a quiz. We need someone to go back through all 133 episodes and add them all and, up. Uh, not someone necessarily did it, didn't up, they? but who who someone had had actually put together a I spreadsheet. Or if we're still keeping it up today. That'd be amazing if he is. If you, if you are, or if you have, let us know, because we want to know what, what the scores on the doors are. What I will are. say is if somebody does do that, I do have a spare five-star potential mug from the 24-hour stream. So there if is that going to, go, to somebody. Yeah. Okay, so someone go back and listen to every single quiz. Get your <laughs> spreadsheet out. Just the quiz, just the winner. We don't need to know the scores, just the winner of each quiz. Because then we can work out who has won the most quizzes. Can I tell you who's won the least? It's Kurt. It's Kurt. That is very fair. Right, Herb, I'm going to be completely honest with you there, pal. Yep. I didn't like that. No? I fucking loved it. To be fair, like, I, I uh, commend the effort because yeah. like that takes a lot of effort to get with one format, let alone three. So. Yeah, I went big. Congratulations, sir. Big big round of Thank applause you. for Herb there. It's the first ever from That's a quiz. A so well done. If, if you, I was if you, gonna, I would probably retire now. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to spend that long doing the quiz, you probably are going to actually end up like Curtie without a job as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got a job now. <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much for that, Herb, and congrats, Dave, for your asterisk win. Yep. Thank you. Right. That brings episode 133 to a close, gents. Officially the longest running Football Manager podcast. Marvellous. Well done. Well done. Pats on the back all round. Yeah. That is a pat on the back, nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just clap. (laughs) I've only done about 10 of them, so I feel like you guys deserve the clap. Anyway. Uh, you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and Weestrom FM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestromfm.com where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, gents. Goodbye, goodbye gents. Bye.